All right, guys. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Phil Henry Show. We're here. What we decided to do, based on the uh, uh, limited viewership that we have and the feedback, we decided that we were going to have a once a month session with my wife, Stephanie, because uh, I think one of the biggest challenges that, you know, folks face is um, relationships and the complexities around having children, raising children, um, and being able to get that done and still be sane and, uh, not kill each other. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Steph? Um, yeah, I think. I Are you awake? Yeah. I'm kind Wake of up, awake. I know, I know. We're on a show right like, now. Um, I fell asleep for a minute. No. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I think people struggle with that stuff daily. And they just try and survive. When you say people, are you talking about us? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. <laughs> well, it's, pretty, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Ask any of our neighbors or it's friends. It's obvious from <laughs> whose perspective. Like, oh, there are those crazy Henrys. Well, uh, I mean, it is a little bit reckless of Ben. I mean, I got to say, I mean, one of the things I, I guess the biggest thing that I can think of is that, you know, I mean, yeah, we're both we're both pretty high energy people, but there is a level of, um, you know, there there is a level of anxiousness in the environment at our house <laughs> yeah and i don't know if it and, and i i feel like it's it, it has a lot to do with your personality but it, i mean it's a combination i i guess what's your what's your thought there because i think women in general I, i'm not gonna i'll go right there first i feel mm-hmm. like women in general right i mean in today's environment your your home you're got I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Every, every lady uh, east of the Mississippi is on some sort of like, uh, you know, cool, calm me down medicine, and uh, <laughs> I'd like to know more about like what, what's a, what's it like? Why so anxious all the time? Why did so you, stressed all the time? Did you I have this topic planned and just didn't tell me? I did from not. The week we had. I didn't actually. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't have it planned, mm-hmm. but I was just thinking like. We, we go through this period where we have like this really good week and like I was away in California for a week doing that training and I come ding, back. Ding, 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 Huh? Well, I mean, when you're single parenting for 10 days. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. And you're trying to get your, so, so the root cause of it is, you know, there's lots going on in our house. We have three kids. They're all active. They're all. Yeah. So there's three different schedules on yeah. top of your own working schedule. And then a dog who's dirty in mud season. That's not very helpful. Right. Um, but yeah, they all have different even appointments, doctor's appointments, food, grocery shopping, making meals. So, you know, we come home now and it's like five thirty, six at night. And it's like, oh, like, you know, the other day you did it. You had the kids after school. Oh, yeah. I was no, working. it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So you come home and you're like 630. You're like, what's for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. This well, is no, your, I was this cooking is dinner, but I, I was just cooking dinner. I was like getting all <laughs> shit ready for the barbecue. And then I look around like no one's around. <laughs> Where did everybody oh, no. go? Well, no, it was like Ella. And then Ella comes and says, can I get a drive to Brielle's or some lady? And I'm like, uh, I thought I was cooking dinner. She and was so going I to just, cheerleading. So I went up to your room and I said, like, I'm cooking this dinner. I went, I went to the grocery store. I got all this shit. And now you're telling me I'm not, I'm cooking it for myself. I don't need to cook <laughs> dinner for myself. Well, because you had to look at their schedules to what? see what their schedule was like. So really dinner had to be prepared that day by five because they all had activities they had to go to. So they all went and were like, where's dinner? Yeah, you set me up for 
failure. <laughs> That's what you did, and you laughed at it. You well, thought it was funny because you I didn't set think me up it was for funny. failure. I just thought that it was a good learning experience. Yeah, great learning experience. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. My dad was visiting. He's like, "What the fuck's going on here? Like, what's this family doing?" Mad chaos. Yeah, it is mad chaos. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, mm. I guess, I guess so. It's because I was away that you know that that this occurred. But it, it does seem like it. Like it, it comes back in waves, I guess, to be expected with three kids. But wouldn't it be nice to kind of try and maybe figure out how to like address the root cause of it? Because if you don't yeah. address the root cause of anything, you just keep repeating the same yeah, patterns. Yeah, I and I think some people might not care if the house is clean or they might not care about dinner. Well, I want to have a healthy dinner. I want my house to be cleaned. I want to work. I want to make sure all the kids stuff is done. So I think you just have to kind of, so you can't keep up with that stuff. It's almost impossible. So right. the expectation is to keep it like that, and I can't. So why do you keep so, the expectation there then? Because the reality is that's I want where, it like that. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> we were just talking the other, like the other day. I mean, we got this dog, right? And, and again, it's just like anybody need a dog. We're walking. Yeah, if anyone wants a, a what is cute. this soft coated wheat interior? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's all it's all up to date shots wise, and you can <laughs> and have it's it free. But on a serious note, like that's that would be an instance where a guy like me is like has no clue what they're doing and what 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 they've done wrong. So they we initially look for the dog. I express to you that your your personality type and all the things going on is probably not conducive to the dog. You want the dog, you get the dog. And then every kids day I, the and dog. every day I come down. Yeah, I know the kids, but we're the adults, right? We choose. That's what's nice that's about true. being adults. We choose. But so we get the dog and then every fucking morning it's like that fucking dog, that odd <laughs> damn dog. Everything is about the, how shitty the dog uh, is. I mean, the dog's a good dog. But I don't like she the dog. Like, she's so muddy all the time. Okay, but yeah, but you get, do you get where I'm coming from here? Like yes. you got the dog. You chose because as parents, we make the decision. I voted no. You voted yes. What happened? We got the dog. So right. that means my vote didn't count. Yours True. did. We got the dog. True. Every day now you complain about the dog. So as a man in that situation, why is it that that's like for I'm it's like it's kind of strange that we're dealing with all this now because mm. so express what would you say to a, to someone in that in that like who was going to get a dog? No, a husband that's that has that has personally didn't make any didn't have any decision making ability there and is living with it. And now that now this dog is creating more stress in an already stressful environment. Go ahead. Hmm. Well, I would tell him that maybe he should help with the dog, the family dog. I would say, hey, maybe you could say, well, maybe I'll take the dog for a walk once a week. Or maybe I'll clean off his paws when she comes in the house. That's really what you want me to do? No? <laughs> Yeah. The kids, you got the dog for the kids. Well, everybody's I just going to listen no, to a bitch session. And now session I am going to take care of a dog that I didn't want so that you are now stress-free. Like, okay. Shut the pot off now. I guess I'm starting to realize <laughs> that uh, there is no right answer there. No, um, I think that in a situation like that, I mean, everybody wanted, everybody wants an animal. The kids want an animal. The parents say, oh, the kids want an animal. So wonderful. We like dogs. So the family really, we need to do a better job making our kids do stuff. Okay, so I mean, really. so we're transitioning to how do you get your kids to do stuff well, you in today's environment? I mean, it's it's challenging for that too. They're you know they go to school all day, then they come home for a short minute, then they go to their sports activities for a couple hours, and then they come home have to do their homework. So who's I mean, with me? I don't really know. As a listener, okay, I, I don't well, know. Maybe I know. We well, that's why we're talking about yeah, this stuff. Question. But one of the things I will say, like as I talk to other guys, it's like we're it's like we're on two different sides of the spectrum in 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 terms of. 
what the kids should be doing. How do you keep them doing chores? How do you make, how do you keep them well grounded and not spoil brats when you can? And virtually, you know, we're in, we're in the, uh, in an age where we can virtually, they don't really have to do much. I mean, they all have computers on their hips. They're, they're walking around with phones and they're, they don't really, they have virtually zero chores. I think, our 16-year-old has a car. He has to take out the trash once a week, which he probably does very rarely. Other than that, he, he's a good, but no, but he's a great student. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a great student. He's very polite. He does all the, he's good. I'm not saying he's, I'm, I'm just, I'm expressing the fact that he doesn't do any chores. I mean, his room's a disaster. It, uh, you know, and then, and then I could go to the other kids. And so when I feel like, the, the the people that I speak to, the wife typically tries to rescue them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been, oh, no, but J- Jacob's had a rough day. No, he shouldn't have to dish, empty the dishwasher. That's you. <laughs> or, oh, no, Preston. Oh, poor Preston. He he had band practice this morning. He had to wake up at 630. So <laughs> give the kid a, did you want another hot chocolate? I mean, <laughs> I'm not joking. And as a oh, guy, I'm shit. thinking, like, is there some sort of happy medium here? Maybe you could tell me where are you well, coming from? I think from there here? is, but I think that typically the guy would say, "Get that goddamn dishwasher emptied," and you know they're a little like rough. And then the mom's not like that. The mom wants to be like, "Hey, do you mind?" Or you know, "Can you just please do that in the next hour or two? So it it ends up being on the mom's shoulder because they don't want to yell and scream at their kids. So then they just they don't have enough time because they're doing other things. So they just they let it slide. Sometimes, even like today, oh, this morning, like I was doing Jacob's closet thing, doing all the organization thing for it, building it, and you came in and said, "Why isn't he doing that?" Sometimes, it's or just at least e- helping. Why is he even helping? Sometimes it's just easier to do it yourself and easier to be by myself in the room doing it with nobody bothering me. No, I get but that, but I know step, it's not the right the, thing to do. No, I know, but the this right is thing the would have been make him to stay here and help me and not let him go to his girlfriend's house. Okay, so why don't we do the right thing then? Sometimes. Well, I don't really know. I mean, sometimes you just like, you feel like lazy and tired and overwhelmed. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess that's a tough one because, I mean, we, we you work so hard to raise these good kids and they are great kids. It's just that when we know that certain things are the right thing to do, but it would be easier. I mean, listen, it's easier for you and I if we do everything around the house and not out because it's a pain in the ass to say, hey, Preston, can you please clean up your room? Clean up my room. I just cleaned it. Yeah, no, you cleaned it a month ago. No, I mean, I'm saying <laughs> clean it again today. See, people should write in and write some, don't like, get some, some tips. How do they get their kids to yeah, actually, consistently that would be do chores? Exactly. Because, I mean, especially to people like, you know, I guess from your, from my perspective, like I know for a fact like my my psychological profile is one that I'm a big picture guy. I'm I don't I don't get into the details. I don't I'm not a big detail. I take I take data and I summarize it. I take data and I summarize it and then I find paths to get to another area without having to and and then I'm I'm very high when it comes to like uh like create, create and okay. So and I'm I'm thinking you're I, I feel like you have a similar personality type is what I'm saying. 
Oh. And so that means you got two people that aren't very detailed. I mean, you're not, you don't, it's not like you have a, a calendar. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, You no. don't have a calendar in the kitchen that says, no. on day one, Preston's no, going to have right. the dishwasher. Yes. And every time you do, it it gets ripped down and thrown in the trash by someone. It's true. We do have good intentions often. And then right. they just like and fall then by it just the disappears. And, and then the kids laugh now. I mean, they, they, <laughs> know, look, they look oh, at you. Oh, Mom, you're going to start We're going to have a family meeting at the island. Okay, Mom, go ahead. We'll like prep it. And I say, okay, okay Mom, go ahead. Put your hard hat on and pretend you're the boss. Well, uh, what we're gonna try and maybe sort of, sort of, maybe do is uh, <laughs> is is get you guys to kind of sort of pick up your maybe slack a little. And I'm like, what kind, what oh kind of God. boss is that? Like, well, mom, you're a you're a pushover, and I'm not gonna do it. How's that sound? If I typically ask them to like do something, they do from, do it. No, I know, I know. But if I say, hey, go consistently. do go clean the kitchen, they go clean the kitchen. Yeah, it's just it's just the the biggest thing though, Steph. Honestly, that creates a bit the biggest amount of conflict is that it's not repeatable. That's so true. every time, every week, every day of every day of every week, we are going through this process. It's like, okay, Ella, can you clean the kitchen? It's not. Oh, she'll clean it for that instance, but there's no. It's not like she has a specific duty, right. and that causes a lot of conflict because it's like, oh crap. I you have know, to ask them again. I, I think some of it too back in the day. It's like, you know, again. I think back when I was in high school or something, it's like you kind of have the same routine every day. The kids these days don't seem like their practice schedules are never the same. They're, you know, the days aren't the same. And back in the day, I mean, it's like you went to school right after school was your practice for two hours. You came home, dinner was on the table and then you had to clean up after dinner right? and then go upstairs and do your homework. But now it's, Everything's all very random. So there's a lot of randomness going on. I don't know. I mean, lots of it's out of our hands. Well, we got to, so you, so we, you, you raised the white I just threw in the flag. white towel. All right. Is that the saying? Well, you, the white, you white waved flag. the white flag. But white still, flag, either right. way, it's the white towels and fighting. It's kind yeah. of fine. But no. I, I think that uh, maybe in a w- in a month's time we'll come back and tell everybody all the chores our kids do- are doing. Well, we want suggestions. I mean, what works for people? I mean, that's this yeah. is one thing because uh, this is this would be a place that I feel like we are failing. Yeah, we're not the only ones who are we're probably like struggling. We're like three out of with ten on that. Front. I do think though these days kids having nice. three kids or more is a lot. It is. You're kind yeah. of outnumbered. No, you are. But I mean, I, I don't think if we had two, I don't think I don't think that would change. We need we need strategies to implement right yeah, now we're not implementing them good but. point phil that's a really good point anyway, anyway. now see now i'm heated and aggravated me that's too. a good way to what me too no you're not are you well oh, not really i mean i've been but, like that i guess um, all weekend all these dogs yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm being triggered right now but mm. so all right so kid thing what else is going on in your life um, well, that you want to talk to this, uh, the audience about what would you want to say? Well, see? I think this is your show, not mine, but it is. Um, I don't know. Actually, one don't bust my balls on my own <laughs> show, please. It's embarrassing. Um, one you, thing right now actually going on of listeners, I guess the kids, they're busy, but, um, we're going to start going to Jacob's leaving. Our oldest is leaving next year. Right. So, uh, people seem so, syndrome. Yeah. People seem so happy when their kids are leaving. Really? Yeah, I talk to people and they're like, oh yeah, they're going to college next year. I can't wait. You're going to be devastated. I know. It's going to be so sad. I've been thinking about it. We're going to need more therapy than we already get. I know. That's crazy. I've been thinking about it for months now. So So our therapy budget's just gone up by two. Oh dear. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's move on. Doesn't it make you sad? Well, yeah, it does. I mean, I think we talked about it. The biggest thing for me is that 
you know, I mean, we talked about it all the time, and I talked about it when I was way in California to these uh, all these all these uh, wonderful young men that I was uh, doing that training with. But yeah, when I like again, man coming out of school, focused one hundred percent on providing for my family for ten years. So I did that, and during that time, yes, I was a complete hard ass, and in a, a hard ass meaning like, you know toe the line got to do this I was expecting certain things and the way that and so you know again this is just a, a, a something that a, a newly married men can learn from and you don't have to do that you can relax and uh, and just uh, be more appreciative of your spouse and uh, and of the gifts that you're given you're you're supposed to lead the family but you don't need to lead by a by force you need to lead by love and that's uh, something that I'm learning and I'm getting better at leading by a plate from a place of love and openness versus a place of, of force. Actually, somebody asked me the other day, they said, Oh, how's Phil? I said, way more relaxed. Uh You're not nearly as like, yeah, uh, you come in the house and usually it's like everybody's on eggshell, you know, like walking on eggshells. Right. And now it's very much more relaxed. It's good. It's done a lot of work. Yeah. Good job, Phil. Yeah. You know what a nice side effect of that is? (laughs) I get laid way more. (laughs) That's that true. is true. That's what all men can think of. That's if true. If they're way nicer, if you change, they yeah. do get more sex. Yeah. Just. But I was just uh, what I was what I was saying though on a serious note about Jacob is that there's you know carrying around all those years is that what you tend to do is you have uh, as a man you find a way to uh, so you have you only really have like four feelings originally if you're if until you start to evolve into getting more but you have like hmm. anger, shame, guilt, hmm. blame. They're just bad feelings. Uh, well, on the negative side, yeah, you could you have some happiness, but you tend to be, <laughs> beat yourself up about it. But I was, but I had a lot of shame, guilt, and right. uh, and that sort of thing from the leaving of the homestead. Oh right, so, right, yeah, yeah. But anyways, so but my uh, my harshness around Jacob, he was the he was probably the main main. You know, the firstborn. I'm. I don't know how to be a father, and he I'm got trying. The most yeah, and I'm trying to be the not abuse. I'm not going to say not abuse, abuse but, but I mean like uh, harsh harshness. Mm. Uh, yeah. Like very. It's almost like uh, like I was a military dad or something for a long time. Yeah, I mean, is that a yeah? You know, definitely. like just expecting certain things to be done at certain times, and you know. And uh, anyway, so it was a one-way relationship. Yeah, and it's and it's and, and so I have so to your point, he's leaving in a year and a half. So I have very, very specific um, goals around getting that the level of relationship with my oldest son, Jacob, at a, at a point where it is um, far more deeper and open than it ever has been. So that when he does go off, he knows that I am uh, on his team and I'm, I'm uh, you know, and, and that I've always loved him and will continue to always love him. Well, it's good. He's going to be around for another 14 months. Yep. Yeah. No, it's good. Starting to, it's starting to. No, your dad said the other day he was, he was leaving soon. I was like, he's got another year left, my friend. Yeah, that's true. He does. Yep. Sad. I know. Yeah. But it'll be exciting to see what they do. It will be. After they leave high school. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is very true. So, so outside that. We have, uh, we've talked, we, I mean, we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff. I mean, we're talking about you being grumpy and, <laughs> uh, creating anxiousness in our homestead, which is not healthy. Sure. Um, we've talked about how I've been a, uh, a bit of a, 
uh, a military dad for 10 years and mm-hmm. I'm starting to work my way out of that Yep. by being loving and more open and creating space. And, um, so, and now we're, I feel like, uh, so we've, we've covered the, the balance, the family balance, uh, body, physical body. What are you doing on the body side? You're CrossFit. How CrossFit. do you feel about that? Yeah. Good. I think that I could be more consistent. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm more consistent. I'd say, I mean, I eat pretty good, I would think, but I could probably drink less alcohol during the week. That would be good. Yeah, that would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think we both need to uh, maybe adjust that. Yeah, I think that it's it just, on my goal. The habit happens too. and then it just kind of continues. But I think that, um, yeah, I love CrossFit. It's the best um, exercise program or gym that I've done, belong mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to get a little bit stronger, but it's hard, you know, when you um, when you're getting old and you've got a few ailments, and a it's few or a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. Shoulder, wrist, hip, shoulder. Well, yeah, really, hip, the only shoulder, thing that I, the only thing that's sore on you is your neck, back, shoulders, legs, <laughs> knees, <laughs> hips, and uh, and sometimes your back and your chest, and yeah, you have my headaches. Back. Right. That's true. Other than that, you're, yep, my jaw. you're good. But I think it's hard to, like, you know, you think back in the day when you were younger and, you know, you were stronger and it's hard not to push yourself in a stupid way. Right. Yeah. So you got to know your I'm limitations. Exactly. So the past few weeks I've been working on that. Okay. Well, what do you, what, what would you say to, that helps you get it, get it done every day? Uh, well, I love going. It's really fun. So that's why I go, but... Um, and before, actually, most other exercise... Oh, that motorcycle's loud. Why, no, Tim, Tim's like leaving like, with his Harley, Tim. man. Holy thanks, Tim. <laughs> Slight, uh, slightly uh, distracting. Um, but yeah, no, I hurt myself a few weeks ago, just my shoulder, just lifting too much weight. So I just, just when I go in there, I just think I can't hurt myself. I don't want to hurt myself, so I can't go. Oh, all right. Is that what you're asking? Well, I'm just wondering, like, I think people are just wondering, like, on the, on the body side, like, as a, a married woman... Yeah, no, I mean, I think back uh, in the day, I was always very much creeping up to forty. Are oh, you forty, right? No, I will be soon. I'm just kidding. I know that. I know you're forty soon. Yeah, no, I think that as you get older, you're just kind of like, as long as you're in good shape. And I mean, I would never before let myself eat ice cream ever or a treat or anything like in my twenties, early thirties. But I think except that when you binge, like you're, I feel like it. <laughs> Binge. Well, no, I feel like oh that's God. what you were. No, but I'm saying that's what you Let's be honest. I mean, that's what you did. I mean, in your 20s, 30s, you'd be like, you'd beat yourself up. You'd be like real hardcore. And then like I'd sneak into your car and you'd have like four bags of jujubes under your Not thing. four, maybe one. Well, ba- you're being I'm, so dramatic. <laughs> well, no, but I'm, well, no, I'm saying three empty ones from the previous. Oh, like they just right, kind of, right. you know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, But you, but you would just like binge instead of, uh. You know, having a nice whatever, you know, not being so like hard on yourself every day of all day. Of, yeah, of, that's of true. I mean, I, like see, I hear what you're saying and you've, there's, you've got a little piece of it there. Okay, you're well, being a bit dramatic, clarify for, for the, for No, us. I think that I was like so strict most of the time that I wouldn't let myself have anything. And then all of a sudden, then I would, would fall off the wagon for three or four days and just be like, oh, screw it. Because it's hard to stay really Right. To deprive yourself of everything. So do you still do that? No. What do you do now then? I guess I, if you've adjusted that, right? That was your strategy yeah, before. You know, What's I, your strategy now? Yeah, is what now I'm my strategy is, is just be, you know, I'm when I go and exercise, I'm glad I'm happy with myself. And I think that, you know, I want Ella to know that, you know, I'm doing it to be strong and healthy. I'm not right. doing it to be skinny and 
you know, ridiculous like that. And so I think now if I'm really want to treat, then I'll eat the treat and move along with my life. Okay. Yeah. But I don't do that. I don't keep myself so stringent anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. It's hard to do that. No doubt. I mean, you only live once, right? You may as well have a glass of wine or two or three. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess uh, there, there you go. Yeah, just one. Um, okay, well, that's good. So, uh, and then on the last front, so the business, how's your business going? Uh, you know, you're starting to launch up your business. I'm going to put uh, something on the website. Um, so for those uh, for those of you guys who uh, understand, Steph's starting a, her real estate uh, mm-hmm. business, and she's uh, working for Keller Williams has a great wealth of knowledge since we've been doing real estate for 10 years. Um, yeah, actually so somebody asked some you the other day how long that I've been, you know, an agent for, which it's been, oh, it was your dad who asked me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and right. I was like, I don't know, two, a little over two years now, but since we've been doing it for so long, 10 years was really helpful. Right. I mean, to move into this space. Yeah. So I mean, I buying think, and selling for 10 years. And yeah, exactly. So I feel comfortable. Even though you, you kind of gave me the straight arm for a few, for the first few years. So just, we're trying to get all the resentment out on this one. Oh. No, I'm just saying like when I first started investing in real estate and you were like, sell it all. Oh, yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Sell it all. It was a pain in the ass. No, I, I mean, know. you come home from work at like 5.30 or 6 and then you go, we'd have to work all night long too. We would. Yeah. Well, you would. I'd no, be I know. home you, with the kids. No, I'm just kidding. We, we all, we did. Yeah. You got the yeah, blessing. So of the, no, was it fun? No, no it wasn't no, fun. No, it wasn't. No, and there were times when you you would uh, recommend or strongly recommend. Yeah, uh, getting rid of all the shit, selling it all, and having a normal life. Yeah, I mean, I understood and I saw the, what could happen, but when you're life. in the trenches, <laughs> what is a normal just... life? First of all, <laughs> I, like, I just, hon, I just want a normal life. <laughs> so sell it all. <laughs> What is that? What is a normal life and why the fuck would you want one? I mean, a normal life to me, because (laughs) the way I grew up is normal, I guess. It's like, you know, two parents or, you know, one parent goes to work from 7.30 to 4.30 or something. Punch you the donut factory. (laughs) Off to the donut factory. Yeah. It's like. Then Chip everybody chip. comes home after work in the evening, you eat dinner together, yeah. and then you go in the backyard and you, have, and you and play. And your apron on. <laughs> so, well, how's everybody's day? <laughs> oh, man. You should have married someone else. Uh, if you well, no, I, quick, I realized that that's not what I wanted. When did you realize that? Well, I'm probably wondering. like, uh, I don't uh, know. I mean, quite a few years ago now. Yeah. Like, once we got out of that really hard part. <laughs> <laughs> then you realized, okay, all right, keep it. Keep the real estate yeah, stuff. Fine. I was just kidding. Um, I like it now. I like it now. Well, yeah. I uh, I think um, yeah. No, it, it's uh, it, it's interesting to think back of uh, the potential um, idea of cashing all in early and and yeah, I'm uh, glad we didn't taking the stress out of our lives. Mm. But but without stress, you don't grow. Very that true. is the truth. I mean, really, the, without stress, you don't you don't grow. You can't grow from from without no. I think there's a happy medium. Your environment. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be stressed out to the point where you have a breakdown or anything. But no, but you do need some stress, you, and you need bad things to happen because it's just the way it is. Without without the dark, there's no light. There's no contrast. It's very true. You can't you can't. There is no light. Light comes from the darkness. Yeah, it's hard though to think. You know, nobody wants bad things to happen. So when you're going through it, it's hard right. to say, "Oh, it's so great that bad things are happening." Well, no, yeah, you don't. For, yeah, it's hard to cherish it. But the reality is, uh, it's kind of interesting. Like one of the things from a guy's perspective, and then we'll close this thing out. But uh, and I don't know what a, a woman doesn't necessarily. Maybe they don't have it. I don't know. I haven't really talked to you about it. But 
in society, like a guy is uh, like infinite. They we have we have dark sides. We we are like we're primal species. We like we get angry. We want to fight. We want we are like. But some of that some of that brings a lot of power to us. Like in the in the environment of business, in the environment of family, as leaders, we need some of that power. Right. And yeah. so but but a society has cut that power off in society. You can't act certain ways. So we just we just push it down inside of us. But but the reality is that is that is part of us. We are the dark and we are the light. Well, that's all of us as humans and as men. So the more as men, we can we can uh, be OK with that. Like, for example, we have a lot of during this exercise, we had a bunch of senior executives come in and and we like we went into this kind of mma gym and we had to like do some wrestling and punching and stuff and afterwards these some of these guys are like basically got to know a, a whole new side of themselves that they have been uh essentially hiding for for many many years oh, you mean like physically like yeah, being they're basically like physical. they're like they're like that was fucking awesome i'm gonna start coming yeah. and kicking were they shit scared of you what's that were they well, scared no, I of think you I, I did all right i <laughs> Uh, but I'm just saying like, cause I, I've been doing that for a long time. Not, not only just from a survival instinct, but I wasn't cherishing it like I would now moving forward mm-hmm. and the dark side in general. I feel like I am now more accepting of all of those dark thoughts yeah. and, and the, the light thoughts. But mm-hmm. as a woman, what, what are your thoughts there? Like in general. Of accepting the dark. Well, do you, do you guys have those kind well, of yeah, I mean, instincts? I, and yeah, I think that. And I think everybody has the dark and light stuff. And I think that, I mean, I mean, some people are more physical than others. I mean, for me, going to the gym, I need a physical outlet. So that's that's something that's really helpful for me. And I've always done that. Do I feel the need to beat somebody up? Or punch things? Or punch someone? No. You seem like that kind of girl. Well, I used to be. Yeah, what happened to that primal uh, I don't know. I think after having lunatic. kids and stuff, I think I've toned down a little bit. Or do you or do you, do you tone it down or do you suppress it? That's there's two different things. Um, Did it just naturally? Actually, you know what? Maybe that's what like, comes out in my anxiety. That Maybe yeah. that's why it is. Oh my gosh! Wow! Maybe you that's should, what it I'm is. I'm wondering if you actually got really fucking angry and like had a punch bag in well, the basement she, and said, "I'm gonna fuck you." Remember up, bitch, when I was going to that MMA for a little while and I was like smacking shit and stuff? <laughs> that felt really good. That, I'm gonna let's we should try it. We'll yeah. let everybody know how that goes. But I think there's something to be said for. Uh, allowing your darkness to come out in the form of whatever it is it is. I mean, you yeah, can't... Yeah, I mean, that's a real you, fine line, angry, I think. let it out. Not, yeah, I, mean, I mean... But let it out in the right time because if yeah. you suppress that, it what will happen is it will come out in, in the times when it's not. You'll take it out on your family. You take it out on your kids. Yeah, I think, though, that angry, you don't have to do it by punching a bag or something. But even like the other day, remember I went to CrossFit on Friday and I got there just in time and I was close to tears because of the stuff yes. going on at the house. And I almost yeah. left because I was just, but then after the workout, we lifted some weights and right. did some, you know, really hard exercise. And I was afterwards, I was like, whew, I feel better right. now. Off I go. Right. Life is good. Right. So That's, you don't have to do it by yeah, punching but yeah, yeah. I, But I would be curious but. to see if, what the, if you did start to punch stuff and kick stuff, if that actually... <laughs> <laughs> and actually let your anger out like hey like i am i am living it's like right every now. house scream. should have like this little a scream room a scream room yeah and with a oh, yeah, punching bag and stuff i love that All dark right. that's a patent folks so anyone listening <laughs> it's already been taken please don't bring that to market um well listen time's up mm. i think it's been uh, it's been good chatting with you today uh we have a lot going on in the next few days to get ready for a trip but uh thanks for coming in on sunday 
Yeah, it's fun it's, now. Uh, off to bowling. It's, it's nice to uh, chat and uh, yeah. Thanks for having me again. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Toodles. Bye.